0: Each and every week, I'm going to help you bust through the crap that's holding you back and break down the simple habits and mindset shifts that will help you rock every aspect of your life. Are you ready to do the things that most people won't so that you can live the life that most people can't? Here we go. All right, you guys, we are back and I'm so excited about our episode today because I am bringing on a guest that I think will just totally speak to you guys what she's all about as I, as I, we got connected a few weeks ago and I started to kind of stock her page and stalk, and she has a podcast that's amazing as well. And so I was learning more about her. I'm like, okay, I got to bring this girl on. She's going to
1: bring so much value. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator.
0: And I'm just excited to dig in. So we have Kelly Roach on with us today. And I, before we dig into kind of the topic and just chatting with her, I want her, I want to hear more about, I want you guys to know who she is. So Kelly, you work with entrepreneurs, you help them scale, you help them just live their best life and really um, step into who they are. And I just want to hear how you got into this. What got yeah. you started? What, what gets you passionate? All that stuff.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Well, one of my first, uh, of my first jobs was as an NFL cheerleader. And so, awesome. so that's where I learned to be on camera and entertain people and just love interacting with everyone from the average Joe up through a CEO. And then when I graduated college, I joined a Fortune 500 firm. So that's where I really fell in love with sales and learned marketing and how to teach and coach people. And I really just um, experienced for the first time the power of investing in others and and the success, the exponential success that was possible when you lead and teach and and pour into others. And I went from being a personal producer to being promoted seven times in eight years. I built a team of a hundred people We broke every record in the company's history for profitable growth. And as I really moved to the top of the corporate ladder, that's when I kind of looked around and said, hmm, you know, know, I'm really happy that I climbed this mountain. I learned so much. I achieved so much. I acquired all these great skills. But now I really want to focus on building the life that I want. So in 2012, I started my own coaching company, really focused on taking what I had learned in Fortune 500, these billion dollar corporate strategies for sales and marketing and leadership and decided to really dedicate my life to empowering entrepreneurs to achieve their goals and dreams. And so started off doing one-to-one coaching in 2012. Fast forward to today, I have two companies, my coaching company, I have a team of 32 full-time employees just crossing over becoming an eight figure company. And you know we teach entrepreneurs around the globe how to start, build, and scale their businesses online. So that's really fun. You know we we have so many cool tools and you know all that. And then about two years ago, I started a company with my best friend of 20 years. It's called Give Her Courage, the Courageous Brand, and we really focus on equipping girls with the tools to build their courage their confidence, their self-worth, their leadership skills so that they can accomplish their goals and dreams. So I'm doing a little bit with this generation, I'm doing a little bit with the next generation, but really
0: all with a focused goal of empowering
3: people to accomplish what matters most to them.
0: So amazing. Okay, so let's talk about this for a sec. So you had in 2012, you had a you had a moment when you're like, hey, I'm gonna pivot. I've climbed the ladder. I've reached success. I've kind of done all the things What would you say in, in in that time, did you ever struggle with like, just with the pivot? I feel like so many people struggle with, they're comfortable, they're in a place like maybe in their career or in life, but they want more, they see something more and yet they still, they still doubt, they still struggle like figuring out what to do next and whatever. Did you struggle with any of that? Or were you so clear on just what you wanted that you just kind of went for it?
3: Both. Absolutely. Right. Both. And, and so what I mean by that is like, on one hand, I knew I was made for more, like I knew I was put here to make a difference. I knew that I couldn't sit there like in a corporate job just making millions of dollars for this, you know, corporation. I just knew that was not my calling. On the other hand, you know, being in a job where you have complete mastery of what you're doing, it, it's no longer hard to make it through the day. And starting the journey of entrepreneurship and for me, taking all of the skills that I had been utilizing offline and learning how to apply it online, starting with no network and, you know, no kind of foundation, you know, it was a battle every single day. And it's like, it's, it's that, it's that, um, you, you have that gut feeling of knowing you're made for more, but it's so damn hard. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah, right. totally. It's so, so, so you just, you like, you embraced that challenge though, where that's where a lot of people are like, oh crap, this is scary. This feels back here was so safe. And so yeah. like, I knew like I was the rock star. I was already like, I had made it. You saw the challenge as this is good. This is what I need yeah. to help me grow. That perspective is everything.
3: That that perspective is everything. And you know, one of the main reasons why entrepreneurs fail is you know, they start a business, starry eyed, right? Everything is so amazing. I'm gonna be yeah. my own boss. I'm gonna make all this money. It's gonna be so great. And then you get into it and you're like, This is not what I signed up for. I signed up to make a million dollars by next week and be retired, right? And <gasps> no. people don't realize I always say that it's it's between a five and a fifteen year journey to go from the point of starting a business to creating a self-led, self-sustainable company that can operate with a leadership team in place, with or without you, and can continue growing organically without you continually launching and doing huge front-end injections of clients. And unfortunately, and this is one of the reasons why I go on so many podcasts and I do so many television appearances and I talk about this incessantly because people are doing such a disservice to the entrepreneurial world because they don't acknowledge or share that. The but hard work. A lot of the teachers in the space reinforce this idea that if you're not successful in six months or 30 days or whatever, you know, they have their magic pill course that, you know, this, yeah. this is the results you can get really quickly. And it's like, no, that's not how it works. Like yeah. the people that have achieved eight figures and built nine figure companies it's taken between five and 15 years to achieve that. And even then they're intensely focused on learning and growing and applying themselves to get the company to the next level.
0: Yeah. So really having the long, I mean, the long game, like from the early on having the long game perspective is so crucial.
3: It's everything. It's everything. And, and I talk to my team about this all the time. I talk to my clients about this. You know, I love the name of your show, right? It's <laughs> come on guys, let's do this. Right. And the phrase that I use all the time in my teaching is you have to train for your business. Like an athlete trains for their sport, right? This is a calling and it's a lifetime commitment. Yeah. right? This is not, you know, Hey, let me be really disciplined for 30 days or 60 days or 90 days. And all of my dreams are going to come true. It's really having that vision. You know, for me, when I was starting the business in 2012, you know, I was like, okay, you know, 10 years from now, I'm going to have a multi million dollar company and I'm going to have a winning team and I'm going to be able to start taking it back. But I knew that was going to be a 10 year journey. I wasn't expecting that to happen overnight.
0: Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, what would you say, what would you say to women who are struggling with that? Cause I love the, like you brought up, you can't be disciplined for 30 days. Like you, this can't be like, I'm just going to do it for this long. And then like, it'll happen right you really have to and what i think i'm so passionate about entrepreneurship is it literally is a personal growth journey in and of yes. itself you don't just set these goals yes. hit the goals and then like you're done like you just right. raise your standards you raise how you live yes. you raise how you are you raise your thoughts your beliefs your actions everything has to level up with yes. you in order to grow your business and i think that's why it's so empowering um so what would you say to women who are in that, what I hear a lot from, from women that I mentor is they rely on motivation. They rely on motivation to be disciplined when, and then when, when that falls, we all know it does. They struggle with consistency. They struggle with doing the things like how, what do you say when you're working with your clients who are trying to build substantial businesses Like, how do you keep them focused on the long game, keep them developing those habits and all of those skill sets that it takes to be disciplined every single day forever, really? Yeah.
3: I mean, it very much goes back to what you already said, Mako, which is that this is a personal development journey. You know, the discipline in and of itself is doing what needs to be done when you don't feel like doing it. Yeah right? So if you're relying on the motivation to be disciplined, you have the whole paradigm backwards, right? Discipline is about being committed to your outcome enough that you still do it when you are not motivated, right? And so that is what excellence and greatness and purpose and fulfillment comes from, you know, and and if you only do anything when you are feeling motivated to do it, your results will be abysmal in any area of life. It doesn't matter whether it's fitness, your relationships, um, you know, your health, your wellness, you know, whatever it is, right? So it's it's changing that paradigm. And it's something that we have to intentionally work on because in today's society, we're we're very much being cattle herded towards instant gratification. Yeah making completely. decisions based on instant gratification. So you have to very intentionally fight that paradigm and have the, the ability to have that maturity to stick with long range goal setting, long range planning, long range execution. You know, my team, uh, we, we just did a, a complete revamp of our marketing division and hired a bunch of new people. And uh, we just did a bunch of work with Gary Vaynerchuk's team. And I said to my team, when we started the process, I said, now, I said, from where we are today to what we're looking to achieve, this is gonna be a two-year process, okay? It's gonna be a two-year process of us implementing what we're learning and implementing it then repeatedly and for long enough to achieve the outcomes that actually visibly show to the world what we're looking to accomplish. And that is, for everybody listening, your ability to keep dancing without applause is the number one oh, thing I love it. make you successful, right? Yes. We're all like, we do our dance for like two minutes and then we want the applause. And then when yeah. the applause doesn't come at two minutes, we're like, oh, I couldn't possibly keep going at this for yeah. a lifetime, right? But we need to, again, reverse that paradigm,
0: right? I love it. Yeah. So what have you noticed? You work with so many successful CEOs. You work with seven, eight figure earners. Have you noticed any characteristic or just anything like that sets them apart from the thousands and thousands of entrepreneurs that stay in the struggle bus, like forever? Like what have you noticed?
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you can spot it from a mile away. I mean, number one, you know, my, my seven and eight figure earners have have massive imperfect action, meaning their that. speed decision and their speed to implementation is extraordinary. You know, I can have a conversation with them on a group coaching call and they can follow up with me the next day and it's done. And it's like, it, and I'm not talking about small tactical tasks, right? Like I'm talking about big picture paradigm shifts to move things within their company or team. So massive imperfect action, speed to implementation, And just an extraordinary level of personal accountability, right? The buck starts and stops with you in all things. And that's the only way that you'll achieve seven or eight figure success. You will not sustain a winning team to allow you to step back and enjoy the success that you've created in entrepreneurship. If the buck doesn't start and end with you, because at a certain point, it flips over from sales and marketing to leadership. Yeah. So that mentality of personal responsibility has to be present in you in order for you to create that within your team,
0: right? Yeah, I love it. I love it. So you mentioned making decision and speed of implementation. This is something that I've noticed too in mentoring so many women who want things, who want that lifestyle or who want the time freedom or who want the whatever. They all come into it wanting similar things. But the ones who actually show up, learn, take action, apply, mess up, fail, learn, implement, grow, like those are the ones that make it because they're just willing to fail. They're willing to learn. And I love that, like making the decision, how many people just fail to ever make the decision? I think that's one of the things that holds people back more than anything else is they just kind of flounder with ideas and they don't ever just decide and go. And that's absolutely
3: it. It's, it, it it's a decision to succeed. It's yeah. also a decision to allow every excuse and story and outside circumstance to be the reason why you fail. It, you, I always say, and you know, my, my word is unstoppable. That my whole business is built around every day you wake up and you have a decision you're stoppable or you're unstoppable. That's it. There's, there's no gray. And I think as entrepreneurs, until you make that choice that you're unstoppable and There is complete and total personal accountability. Um, It's impossible to succeed because it's just too hard when you, when you abdicate your power and you give it away to outside people
0: or to outside circumstances. Right. Yeah. I, I just did an episode on taking ownership of your life, the good and the bad, like just take, own it, be responsible for it. And then you can move on. Like every, like you take the power back on everything when you just are like, Hey, it's on me. Like, let's go. I love that. Exactly, I love it. Okay. So what do you feel like, um, I want to hear your, your insight on someone who struggles with the belief, like they see other people doing it. They know it's possible, but for whatever reason, something is holding them back and they don't believe that it's possible for them. Have you found anything that really has helped your clients or people that you've worked with overcome that self-doubt and that belief Yeah, I think there's two
3: things, you know, and and I think the more of a spiritually connected person you are, maybe the more this will resonate for you. But if you believe that you're actually put on the planet with a purpose, which I believe we're all here with a purpose and a calling, um, and that looks completely different for every human being, right? But for us that are here talking today, we believe that our calling is entrepreneurship. You know, if you believe that to be true then how can you doubt that you're capable of accomplishing the thing that you were put on the planet to do? Like those things don't match up to me. Right? Yeah. So, so I think it's really taking the time to do that introspection and ask yourself, either you do believe this is your calling or you don't believe this is your calling. If you do, of course, you're capable of achieving it. If you don't move on, don't say you want to be a business owner. Don't say you want to, you know, go out and change lives. You know, don't say you want to do this thing if really in your heart of hearts, you know, yes, you'd like the outcomes of doing the thing, but you don't really believe in the activity that it takes to get there enough to commit to doing it, right? Two very different things. And then the other thing with beliefs is a lot of our beliefs were passed down to us um, from people with really good intentions, but but really limited um, awareness. And so, you know, I would say the other thing is just to remember that beliefs can be broken down and replaced at any time, and you're completely responsible and in charge of that. So if you have a set of beliefs that aren't serving you accomplishing your goals, you need to examine that. You need to take time to reflect on that. You need to take time to say, is that really true? And and then take the time to make some decisions in your life and some commitments around changing that belief system, because a belief system is something that you're in charge of.
0: I love it. Yeah. Okay. So you mentioned calling. I feel like this is when lots shifted for me personally. So when I went from, um, obviously I'm a health and wellness coach, I mentor business owners to do it themselves. And when I went from, okay, this is, this is my job. This is like how, what pays our bills and how I provide for my family to this is literally what I'm put on earth to do, to empower women, to help them level up, to help them become the best version of themselves, to help them overcome their self-doubt and their fears and all the things that are holding them back. When that shift happened, everything changed. And so I love that you brought that up because that's not something that I really think about often. Um, But that was a huge shift for me and just knowing that without a doubt on the hard days, I would get through it. This is what I'm here for. I was made for this, you know? So I feel like that is something that every single person, no matter what you're doing in life, how can you show up? Even if you're a janitor, like, why are you doing that? How can you do that to the best of your capability and how can you serve others as you're doing it? And if you, if you just raise the purpose in what you're doing, I feel like the belief and how you show up completely changes. Yeah. yeah, absolutely.
3: Absolutely. And I think the thing is, is getting quiet enough in the noise of the daily yeah. to be able to reconnect with that. Because I think on, on a certain level, we all know that and, and we know that to be true. But I think what happens is in the chaos and the noise and the busyness of every day, we get disconnected from purpose. We get disconnected from our calling. We get disconnected from what we really do know to be true because of temporary distractions. But the thing that I always say is, you know, don't let temporary distractions destroy your legacy. Don't let temporary distractions destroy your ability to accomplish your goals and dreams. And I think that's especially pertinent in, you know, this year of 2020, Mm -hmm. uh, the year of distractions (laughs) and complications and, and struggle. And, And chaos, you know, now more than ever, you have to keep reminding yourself distractions are temporary. Your legacy is forever. What were you put on the planet to do and why?
0: Distractions Mm -hmm. are temporary. Legacy is forever. You guys, that is like, put that on your notebook, put it on your computer screen. That's powerful because every single day we're going to have stuff that gets, gets thrown in the way. I mean, that's just life. I equate entrepreneurship to motherhood all the time because you don't just, you don't just change your kid's diaper on the day you feel like it. You don't just feed them when it's convenient. Like you do the things because that's what you're here to do. You're here to nurture and love your children. If you're an entrepreneur and you've committed to something, to a business and something that you care about, you do the things every day. Like you have that much ownership of what you're doing, what you're about that you just commit to the process. And I feel like you talked you talked too about the outcome. Like everyone wants the outcome. Yeah. But I feel yeah. like it's so crucial that you fall in love with the grind. You fall yeah. in love with the daily monotonous things that have to get done and you have to find joy in those things. Because if you can't, you're never gonna get the outcome that you're dreaming of. Exactly. Exactly.
3: Yeah, and I mean most of the time when you're you're doing the things and you aren't getting the outcome that associates with it. It's because you have resistance and friction with those things that you're doing versus exactly what you just said, Micah, which is connecting with the purpose and the meaning and the why behind what you're doing. And 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 that disconnect is is really powerful because two people can be quote unquote taking the exact same actions and have very very different results. Yeah. And that, that alignment is huge,
0: right? That alignment is huge. I see that all the time too. They're like, I'm doing all the things. I'm checking all the boxes. What's missing? And there's so like you're checking the something. boxes. That's what's missing. Exactly. <laughs> right? Exactly. I love it. So what would you say specifically to women entrepreneurs who are struggling with the idea that they have to balance it all. I hate that word because I'm like, there's no such thing. Like balance does not, not exist. Not I, yeah, what would you say when they just feel like they're juggling so many things? How do you help people find harmony?
3: Yeah, so a couple things. I think first of all, it, it's incredibly important to be getting help, right? So don't try to do it all. Don't try to be it all. Yeah like sidestep the entire equation number one so that's the first thing and and that doesn't matter whether that's help at home bringing in a cleaning crew you know getting some support with the kids so you can have a date night um, you know getting a personal assistant or an EA or a VA or you know whatever that is so that's number one Uh, but number two is again it, it comes back to alignment is, is what you're doing in your everyday life a match for what you feel like you should be doing, what you're capable of doing, what, what you are meant to do, right? And it, it's this constant evolution of reevaluating where our time and energy is being spent and then realigning it with where it belongs, right? You got to put the big rocks in first, you know, family right? Family, your children, mental and physical health, right? Taking care of yourself so you can even continue to do what you're doing, right? And and then everything else follows. So I think it's also being really strategic about how you care for your mental and physical health so that you can sustain the ability to perform at a high level. And, and that has a lot to do with the ability to stay disciplined towards your goals as well,
0: right? Yeah, for sure. That was... That was one thing that I had to learn early on was I had an ego coming in. Like I can do all the things I'm capable of doing all the things. So I'm just going to do it. And I learned really quick that I didn't want to do all the things anymore. And I was like, and I think that was the coolest part is like, you literally get to get so clear on what actually brings you joy, what actually brings you fulfillment, what you actually love to put your time and energy into and the other things, if someone can do 80% of like, I think it's John Maxwell that says if someone can do the job at 80% of how you can do it, then delegate it. Like that crap needs to be delegated. Gotcha. And I'm yes. like, yes. So it's like laundry and cleaning and doing all those things that as a mom and a wife, I'm like, those are my duties. I'm yeah. like, no, they actually can be done by someone else. And it's the best. Exactly. exactly. I love it. I feel like that's one of the things I hear more than anything else is women just struggling in that space of, I still, I'm drowning. I can't do it all. I'm like, then don't. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. And again, it comes back to like personal choice
3: and personal responsibility. You know, it's a choice to try and do it all. And it's a choice to get help, you know? And so it always comes back to what choices are you making and how does
0: that align with how you're feeling and what outcomes that you're achieving, right? Yeah. I love it. So let's wrap it up pretty soon. I want to hear really quickly, what does success mean to you? What does success mean to Kelly?
3: Yeah. So I always say that like when your heart and your soul are in alignment with how you're living your life, like to me, congruency is success. If I feel like I'm challenging myself to pursue my highest potential, I'm I'm working every day to be the best version of myself that's success. Right? Yeah. yeah I love it. and, and I think it's so important um, to disassociate from thinking that a thing or a milestone or an outcome is going to make you happy because 99.9% of your life is the journey, right? And so it's learning to assess your happiness based on, is the journey that you're taking the one that you really want to be? right? And, and recognizing the
0: power of choice that you have complete choice over that. I love it. I love it. So good. Congruent alignment, all of the things. It's just so powerful. Um, do you have anything that you just, I mean, we have listeners that are full scale from stay at home moms to working entrepreneurs, to students, like, do you have anything that you want to just share with, someone who is wanting more out of their life, they're just kind of feeling stuck on what to do next or where to go. Or what would you just say to that person who just wants more? They're just in that kind of funk.
3: Yeah. I mean, well, first of all, what I would say is the, the initial stage, like I always said, like the zero to hundred K is harder than the seven to eight figures. Like, so if, if you're struggling and it feels really hard and you're asking yourself every day, can I do this? You know, just keep going. Like you'll get through it. It does get easier, not easier because it's less work easier because you get better. Yeah, You get better. So you're able to lift a hair, a heavier weight. And, but it doesn't, it doesn't struggle you anymore. Right. It's not a challenge anymore. So you will get through it. It does get easier. Um, you know, remember that, 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 journey of struggling through building those new muscles, right, to create the muscle memory is what you will then lead on as a leader when you do get to those heights of success. And if you skipped over that building process, you wouldn't have the foundation in place to be able to sustain the success that you are creating. So that period of that Initiation into entrepreneurship that is so hard that maybe has you doubting or feeling, you know, a sense of imposter syndrome or fear of failure or questioning whether or not you can be successful. Everyone goes through that, and those those heroes and those icons and those powerful influencers that you look up to, that you aspire to achieve results like, they went through the exact same thing. They were you. They were you, you know, the only difference is you hear about them because they push through. Right. So keep going.
0: I guess that's, that's I love it. And that's, I mean, that's a simple decision. Just like we chatted about earlier. That really is just, I feel like there's so much power in just literally removing any sort of, is this for me? Can I do this? Like every, like every day you entertain those thoughts, you're making it so much harder on yourself.
3: Yeah, because it's, it's a foot on the gas, a foot on the brake, right? Yeah. So let's take our foot off the brake and let's just, let's go, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I love it. Okay, Kelly, where can people find you if they want to connect with you on social or if they want to listen to your podcast, where can they find you? Yeah, definitely. So
3: the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show uh, is a great way to get marketing, mindset, and business strategy to grow your business. So that's everywhere. Podcasts are found, the
0: Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show and uh, Instagram, Kelly Rook Official. Perfect. Perfect. Find her guys, go follow her. She has so much value to share. I know you guys will love her. And if you got any specific nuggets, I always love to see when you screen share the actual 15 second nugget that spoke to you. I love to just hear what resonates. So do that. Tag me at Micah Folsom fit, and we will be back here next week. Thank you so much, Kelly, for hanging out today. Thanks, Micah. See ya.